amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us. As they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Hello, and welcome back to Bone Thrower's Theater. My name is Jeremy, and I'm playing Julian versus the world Ilix. <laughs> My name is Aaron, and I'm playing Sam Falouche. This is Johnny playing Chime. You broke my nose, North. <laughs> this is Ellie playing the Reborn Archie. This is Jeff playing Jer. Not another person to heal land. I'm Jordan and I'm playing the world. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. So who wants to go first? I will. Okay. Going to heal what's-his-face's name. Chime. Heal his, Chime. Heal his name, yes. <laughs> heal his face. <laughs> Not much help there. <laughs> so you come out of the building. Yeah. Chime is sitting there. I'm imagining, Chime, you're you're trying to keep the androids that have kind of clustered around you away. They're all still alarming, aren't they? Yes, but that's not stopping some of them from being able to move. Like, because they were kind of like surrounding the the area where the fight was already, and then the, the alarm started. Round one. When violence started occurring. Yeah. Any idea what this alarm's about? No. Jerk punched me in the nose, and they started doing that. Huh. Let's get this taken care of. Once I know you better hope I calm down. <laughs> Before we see each other again. Uh, My money's on Julian. 14. Okay. Let's just set your nose. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, I would say that would be easy. To, to do a quick nose set. Mm-hmm. That is gonna hurt. Okay, so nose is set. Nose is set. Now I need to do my... No, let me wash the out for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know that that, uh, that rinser that the dentists use? And it's like it's gonna drown you? <laughs> Alright, so I rolled a... 22 for my extra normal. Okay. That gives me two extra dice for my heal. Oh my gosh. Jeff, you got it. 30 to heal. How's the nose feel? Ow. Shouldn't hurt anymore. Not throbbing anymore. This still hurts. Nice and clean. No more bleeding. Alright. Chime, you are healed. Alright, so what happened? I just got a message from Julian saying that you needed to be healed. Yeah, Julian punched me. Oh. I guess we're gonna have to discuss this later. Or never. Or never. Alright, we need to figure out what's going on with all this alarming. No, I don't. We just need to get out of here. I walk over to the nearest android and ask him. As soon as, like, the copious amount of bleeding is done and the nose is set to stop. Huh. Everywhere or just in yes. the vicinity? Okay. 
Kind of like they don't like blood. Or violence. Well, they weren't singing like that when uh, the Archies were chasing us. That's true. So, what was the alarm about? Well, he got hit in the face. That's all it was about? Well, violence is not permitted. Hmm. Why didn't you guys alarm like this when... It was androids attacking. It was androids attacking. Systems were compromised. Hmm. Okay. I guess that answers that. Which way did Julian go? To the temple. That must be where Bear is. So you you two head up the, the hill towards the temple? Yeah. Yep. Alright. Why don't we go ahead and switch to Sam? So Sam is still outside Katari's room. And as Sam starts to turn around and start go down to find Archie, Shade speaks with Sam. I wrote for Shade earlier. And I saw that, myself. yeah. And Shade says, um, I don't know if I trust that Jer did what he thinks that he did. Sam, what do you, what do you, what do you mean? Well, can we really... We can't be too safe when it comes to this. I think we should we should we should definitely check on Katari. So Sam agrees that all right, let's go let's go check on Katari and walks into Katari's room. Is there anybody in there? No. The room was packed when I left. They were all watching what I did. Well, there so there are, are technicians and and nurses and orderlies and such in the general vicinity. Now that you've left and she's healed, they're trying to give her some some space to get some actual real sleep. You know, she's got some IVs hooked up to take care of like saline and and some protein solution and, and begin rebuilding her. But okay, is Katari like moving? She's asleep. Okay, I'm gonna go over to the bed and kind of like check on her. I'm gonna like look at her, hmm? feel her pulse. Well, I mean, you can just look at the the readout on the. I don't know how to read that. It's mm-hmm. beeping. Okay. Shade. I don't know. There's something still feels off. I don't know if we can trust this one. Sam, better safe than sorry. And uh, Sam looks around. Are there any implements around that will make a easy, mess-free solution to this Katari problem? No. <laughs> I mean, you have a gum. It's loud. Not when you put it through a pillow. <laughs> I don't know if that's as, as <laughs> accurate as movie tropes. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I've ever tried that before, but it's something makes me think it doesn't work the way it <laughs> Has somebody tried it before? Okay. Uh, Not in this room. <laughs> I Not in any person. Physics says no. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I'm looking around for an easy way, a quiet way to kill Katari. Go ahead and roll. Search. Fifth. 16, 17. My first instinct is to try to find something that's not going to leave a mess. You don't see anything immediately in the room, but there might have been a uh, medical closet, like a supply closet down the hallway. I'm kind of in a hurry because I got to let Archie and Serrani know that we're leaving. So rather than take too much time at this, I'm going to take out my knife and put it in a place where I know there's going to be the least bleeding. And I would know where that would be because of my trained experience at this. Um, likely the back of the neck, uh, sever like the spinal cord. 
from the base of her skull. So let's point out that Katari is a former rogue co-worker of yours. Yep. Who was flirting with you at the beginning of the... But she's sick and she's going to kill everybody. She's not sick. <laughs> but we can't trust that. Jer isn't incredibly persuasive. I checked. Meaning he physically got up and looked at Jeff's character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my charm is 2d plus 1. Yeah, yeah. And I'm 2d plus 2. So, I'm going to take my knife and quickly pick up her head and put the knife at the base of her skull. Okay, I mean, I was just, if you went into the closet, the medical closet, you would have found syringes. But I wouldn't have, I mean, depending on it, I mean, just a syringe isn't going to help me much. Yeah, you can cause an air embolism with one. Oh yeah, that would work. Yeah. But I'm in a hurry. So, off in Qatar before I leave. Is that a roll? Do I need to roll for this? Yes, you do. What should it roll? Well, first off, you would need to make a stealth roll, yes, to see how well sneakily you can do this. 15? Yeah, 15 is okay for your target number. Okay. Go ahead and make me a melee combat roll. Oh, wow. 12, what's the target on this? It's pretty easy to cut somebody. Yeah, who's unconscious. <laughs> not putting up a yeah. fight. So I got a 12. You made okay. it. After severing her, attempting to sever her spinal column, her brainstem, I wipe off my knife and uh, I check her pulse, make sure that I'm relatively successful. It's fluttering. Okay. And then I go looking for Archie. Well, you finally succeeded in killing her. I did. Maybe. Jordan's taking notes saying <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> At least paralyzed her. Forever. Potentially. Potentially. Potentially, except she's in, like, a hospital full of, like... Androids. Uber doctors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah see, a smart Sam, who was not in a hurry to do other stuff, would verify that Katari was dead before leaving the room. But Sam is in a hurry and is pretty confident in, in her ability. So now I go in, in search of the air-gapped rooms. Okay. I mean, are there signs? Yeah, there are, there are like, you know, directional signs for different parts of the hospital. Okay. Which is interesting because you would think that most of the people who go there can download a map into their brain. So. It's for the animals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the primates. Because the animals can read. Go ahead and roll. Search? Yep. Thirteen, fourteen. Not bad. You get turned around a couple of times, uh, but you're finally able to, to track it down. Is there anybody there when I get there? I mean, like, is it a room? Is it do I just walk in and I can see an Archie chassis sitting there, or there are some technicians? So, movie tropes again. There's a glass window, and yeah. so it's very similar to that. There's someone who's in like a monitor room, and then. It looks like on one side, there there are three or four people who are working in the in the room, like at different computer terminals, doing different things, monitor, monitoring different things. On one side is Archie, and on the other side is Sarani, and they're completely separated from each other. Okay. There's a wall between them, and they're in two separate rooms physically. 
So I walk into the room and I'm in the glass window side with the technicians. That's right. Are either Serrani or RG moving? No. Okay. So I ask the technicians, can I can I speak to them? Not Archie at this point, but you can speak to Serrani. Okay, how much longer before I can talk to Archie? Well, that depends. Um, we're, we're waiting on uh, word whether or not the elemental is ready. Okay. Basically, at this point, the only way to interact with Archie is through code. Okay, is there any way I can get a message to Archie? We don't... No, that's not... That's probably not going to be good for for their development process. Okay, well then, can I let it... Can I go ahead and talk to Serrani then? Sure. All right. And Serrani, her face flickers onto a computer screen. Hey, uh, Serrani. Hello, Sam. So it seems like something came up, and we're headed out. More details, please? I don't know how much it's safe to say in here, um, but we we need to leave. Um, I'm going to be meeting Julian, Chime, and Jer, and we were hoping to let Archie know to see if he wanted to tag along, um, as well as let you know, because you, know, you were the one who brought us here in the first place mm-hmm. or advised us to come here in the first place i don't really understand why you think it's not safe because we've been here for less than a day and two of us have been hospitalized one of us was imprisoned um he was quarantined i was quarantined but well, it, it could look like that from from sam's perspective, from sam's perspective. <laughs> while everybody has been nice we're not really feeling welcome and Chime has uh, found something out about his brother. So we're going to go ahead and head out. So do you know when we'd be able to let Archie know? The technicians start looking uncomfortably around at each other. We haven't told Serrani yet. Uh, what do you think? Has it been tracked down yet? I can hear this. I mean, you can hear some whispering. Okay. Yes. I don't know if it would make any sense to me. One of the technicians clears their throat. <clears throat> We're still waiting on the status of the elemental. Mm. I think Dr. Land can help with, with that, but um, I think his attention is, has been taken elsewhere at the moment. Dr. Land was going to help with the elemental? That's right. Okay, that's good to know. Well then, thank you again, Sarani. I will let Dr. Land know. And I do believe that Katari has been successfully taken care of. <laughs> again, thank you for your help. And maybe we'll, you know, maybe we'll meet again. You start hearing like a noise from the hallway. I start to leave. There are in the hallway what looks like to be security guards. Unarmed security guards. Oh, they're armed. What are they armed with? Arms. Elementals. Oh, okay. But they're pacifists. And no. violence is not allowed. If you remember, Archie had training. Yes, Archie did have training. Sam Faluge, we need you to come with us. Where are we going? We need to sort something out. Are you going to come peacefully? Yeah, sure, lead the way. No, no. Two in front of you, two behind. Okay. And also, we'll need that firearm. Sam hands it over. Okay. All right. And starts following. Or going with them. I think we're going to go ahead and cut to somebody else. Okay. So Archie's busy playing with dogs in a okay. dog park while waiting for a certain elemental. Oh boy, this is getting so convoluted. 
Not my fault. Not my fault either. Not my fault either. Huh? 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 It's not your fault. How is it my fault? You stole uh, Choler. Yeah, because they want to put it back into a body. <laughs> All I did was kill somebody. Yeah, somebody that we've been trying to keep alive for well over a we? month. We? Yeah, we. We. You. We. Everyone Me. else in the group. <laughs> Sam has been consistently been trying to kill Katari. We aren't certain she's dead yet. We're not. We're not. It doesn't look good, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're cutting to Julian then, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that seems to make the most sense. Julian is storming the temple. I mean, he's been there before. He knows where we Bear will was. Not see the <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't going to sit there and try and find out what the alarm was. He was just going to go where he knew Bear was. Right. His last known location. So you go up. I'm imagining like you push open the door of like Aragorn coming back into Rohan after falling off the cliff. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and I imagine it's been like an hour or so mm-hmm. or since. Since you originally went in and, yeah. and yes. Things seem to have calmed down. Okay, that's quite good. A bit. Is Bear still in the same location? No, he's sitting up in a chair off to the side. It looks like a like a wheelchair type of situation. Okay. Is he like in an observation room, or is it just like in a room that Julian's able to walk into? Yeah, it's in like the the center room of the temple, like that oh. that big large room, because that's pretty much the majority of the space. Okay. Well, Julian's gonna walk right up to Bear then. Okay. There are other people in the room as well, but yeah. Well, yeah. He's going to get down at eye level and just be like, Bear. Hmm? Bear. Oh, Mr. Ellix. Mr. Ellix? That's when you call me Mr. Ellix. They said I had to be polite. Ah, okay. <laughs> How connected are to you to what's been going on? Were people in here singing or alarming, giving off tones? Were you giving off a tone? I wanted to, but they said it would take too much energy. So you you don't have a whole lot of energy right now? That was just my update. Sorry, system patched. (laughs) So something's come up. I know we just got here, but it looks like we're going to need to leave. Um, Why? Let's just say I don't think we are truly welcomed here. I don't understand. Neither do we. So... They seem very welcoming to me. To you, yes. We just may need to create some distance, at least for the time being, until things can get sorted out about the best course of action for whatever needs to happen next. I'm coming to you because we can still use you. I think I want to stay. You sure? Yeah. Jim's like, well, I mean, this is your home, so I'm not going to take you from your home or suggest that you need to leave your home if you want to stay. That's certainly up to you. And he's going to be like, all right, kid, I guess this is it for now, at least. I can't speak for everybody else in the group, but for my part, you're always welcome with our group. It means a lot. Joan gets up and gives him a nod and we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back right after this. Phil, 
As you round the corner of the dungeon, you see a pedestal rise up from the ground. On it is a green glowing potion pulsating with its own light. I roll to drink the potion. You don't even need to roll. You pull out the stopper, quaff it quickly, and discover that you're listening to Alzebo Soup, a literary podcast where we become our favorite authors by devouring portions of their brains. Oh shit, where's my save versus poison? No, 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 this is a good now you're getting all the knowledge of people who love speculative fiction talking about authors like Kelly Link, Jack Vance, Rudyard Kipling, and of course our favorite, Gene Wolfe. Well, this character's a bust. I should just trouble up this sheet right now. Phil, we're supposed to be promoting the show at alzabosoup.libsyn.com. All right, I'm rolling a dwarf. Or wherever fine podcasts are listened to. <laughs> All right, and here we go. Two of the uh, the adult androids in the room are standing behind you at this point, about halfway between where you are on the far end of the room and the door. Okay. He's going to just try and jog past him, and he's like, take care of that kid. Mr. Alex. Um, Julian. It seems like there's some friction between some members of your group. That's par for the course. Is everything all right? We'll get it sorted out. What do you have? Um, I have something that we were hoping to get a solution for here. Doesn't appear we're going to, so we're going to regroup and rethink some things. That's an elemental canister, isn't it? Yes, it is. You all know this. Where did you get that? We brought it with us from Consiglia. Okay. And it's like, I, I know this is interesting, but uh, I've got to meet some of my team members and we're on a bit of a time crunch. We got to get some of our things sorted out. So good day. Yes, but I said good day. <laughs> He's going to try and just leave the, the area. One of them holds out their hands to, to block you from going by kind of a, a check cross. Julian's going to do that thing where he takes like not his hand, but just like two fingers and just tries to move their hand out of the way, and... I don't think that's wise. And the arm just does not move. It's like, we were told we were guests of this preserve. Are we all of a sudden prisoners now? No, no, everybody's a guest. All right, as a guest... Including the person in the canister. For a guest, let me pass. We don't feel like you've been honest with us. I've been nothing but honest. Can I tell what type of elemental is powering this android? One is earth, and one is water. Okay. Both of them have their arms out, or just one? Just one. Which one? Earth. He's going to try on his own to connect to earth. He reaches into... He's trying to do it as, as a natural motion, so it doesn't... He's just reaching into his, his pocket, and inside of his pocket, he's taking the cap off uh, one of the vials of dirt. So there's just dirt in there, and he's touching dirt, and now he's going to... Oh my gosh, I'm going to spend my last... <laughs> point. Yeah, to roll willpower. My target number is 24. I should be able to do this easily. 10d, 24. should be able to do this. Oh, that's a 6. Yeah. 40, 41. I think you might have got it. I don't know. Alright, so I'm not connected to that earth elemental He's going to bypass the coding 
and talk directly to the Earth Elemental and persuade it to allow him to pass. I'm going to say, this is not the caster you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> there is, obviously you've noticed the friction within our group. Part of that is because there is friction on coming into an environment which we are not familiar with. So all of our party members are not taking it well. We need to sort of regroup so that we can kind of level some things out so we can figure out how to best interact with your group. We're coming from a place that was very controlling. Consiglio, I'm sure you know. So any attempts to detain us unwillingly or tell us we need to be in a certain place when we want to be elsewhere, not gonna be received well. So let us regroup. We'll try and figure some things out and then figure out how best to do what needs to be done with your group. Roll in persuasion. Okay. Just 9D plus two for elemental. 30, 35. Okay. To persuade the elemental to since it's powering it, sort of let it, let him go. Okay. You can feel all sorts of tension just like bubbling up in this elemental. It feels like there is magma underneath the surface of Calm. Like it is freaking out right now. They're barely keeping their cool. And they're more than willing to let you all discuss some things, work things out, but they are most afraid for the elemental in the canister, that something detrimental is going to happen. Do I hear this audibly or is this just a sense that I... This is, they're trying as hard as they can to communicate this, but they're having a hard time putting it into human language. Okay. Julian's going to be like, well, I feel some apprehension and some tension, even though you can't express it in terms that would normally be understood by humans, but I do have experience in communicating with elemental, so I kind of get what you're feeling, right? And there needs to be trust going both ways because as we leave here, probably we're leaving some of our members behind as well. So we're trusting some of our members in your care. That's why I said take care of this kid because even though he's, yeah, he's an android, the past month he's become one of, one of our group. And there are others that have been of your kind that have been very helpful. Sarani led us here. So those are two very good examples. So, trust both ways. Trust both ways. And the Earth Elemental just, like, holds out his hands and it's like, if you could just give us back the canister, because we need it. We need to make the android healthy and we need to make sure that it's replaced in an android. Um, first off, you, you're not going to understand this sentiment, but no. <laughs> because <laughs> you don't know this Elemental like we know this Elemental. This elemental is sick. What? It's been sick for a long time. In more ways than one. Yes. It needs help. I'm not leaving here without the canister. If that's how you feel, that can be arranged. But until you do leave, we need to, to work on healing the, the elemental. Apparently there's someone in our group that can do that. So let us go do that. It would be best to do it in a proper medical facility. We would love to have your Dr. Land help us with the, the procedure. Doctor? Doctor. First off, I don't even know if our doctor will be willing to do that. So let us go figure that out. It, it seems though <laughs> we came here for your help, but it, it seems like 
we're giving you guys help, let us go figure out and regroup. I will. You will? Okay. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Just Remove your hand. No. All I want is the canister, and then you can go regroup. That's not happening. You don't understand. This canister, this elemental inside this canister, is a big, big problem where we came from. I was willing to confront one of my own over possession of this canister. You telling me I have to give the canister to you, that's going to do absolutely nothing. We came here and we're told we're guests. If we're truly guests, you're gonna let us leave with what we came with. So, Chime and I roll around the corner. <laughs> uh, what's going on? I keep hearing my name referred Hi. to as Doctor. 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 Hi, Mr. Chime North. Hi, Dr. Mr. Land. <laughs> Dr. Mr. Land. Hey, kid. Hey, Bear. Julian's looking at Jared's like- Is Bear joining us? Bear wants to stay. Oh, which okay. Which I'm okay with. His choice. Yeah. I told him I would always welcome them with our group. Good, you got the canister. Let's go. Out of the hailed doctor that you are proclaiming, the doctor is saying, let's go. So let us go. We'll do what we need to do with the canister. He says, you got the canister. Let's go. You're trusting this doctor so much. The doctor said it without even me having to say anything to him. The doctor knows. Yeah. We need to go. Doctor knows best. We need to go. Look, yes, we want to leave for the moment. So it's not what you think. (laughs) We are trying to figure out the best way our group can interact here without causing more problems. You needed that. Yes, I did. (laughs) (laughs) We understand that your group has some tensions that need to be sorted out. And we respect that. And we want to make sure that you all can do that. However... Once you are available, Dr. Land, we would like to work on healing the elemental that is in the canister that Mr. Illix has. Oh, you want to heal it? Julian. You want to heal it? We would greatly appreciate your help. We want to kill it. It has been nothing but trouble to us. It sounds like we have competing end goals. Yes. You want to heal something that wants to take over the world... And we want to stop it from taking over the world. I, I'll take a look at it. Because you can always change. Which is my quote. <laughs> there we go. I, I haven't actually looked at that elemental, so I didn't know it was sick. Yes, it's very sick. Explains a few things. Yes. Now... We want to do it in a proper medical facility where we can restrain it. Okay, so let's go back right now. to check on the rest of our team. Then everyone's okay. In point of fact, said the narrator, <laughs> nobody was okay. <laughs> so, here's the thing. Sarani is still in quarantine. I mean, you, you can speak with her, but she's still in quarantine. Archie is still in quarantine as well and is in desperate need. I understand that. But what because is, of this elemental... Hold on. We are... What one is, second. Because of this elemental, we are actually unsure of who Archie actually is. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if we've ever met Archie as Archie for who Archie actually is. Well, and that's something that we need to discuss. What does Archie need? An available elemental. 
So go find one. Don't you just have those everywhere? No. But that's a matter that we can discuss at another time. And we're wasting a bunch of time. Yes. We could have been halfway to regrouping and having some discussions while we're sitting here trying to get past your arm in front of me. Well, let's take this canister and go. Where? Get the rest of our team. Aren't they at the hospital? Yeah, you want to go there anyways, right? Well, no, we we have arranged a meeting point within your borders for us to meet. Just us, so we can iron some of this out. And, let's say, the members of your group that were a part of our party coming in. If they're available, we said we can talk to Sarani, but and it doesn't sound like she's available. Bear wants to stay. We're fine with that. We won't force him to go with us. That's what happens when there's actual true respect. Bear wants to stay. We are letting him stay. If he wanted to go, we would let him go. I want to go. You're not letting me go. So why can't we go? Because their definition of guest seems to be wanting. They don't believe that it's evil. Well, I promise to take a look at it. And tell them that it's evil. Why don't we go take a look at it and then meet up? How's that? I can tell you, this thing is not a coexister, as you all claim to be. It's not even a subjugator, it's a dominator. So we're in agreement? I just want to get to a point where we're not fighting in a hallway over who gets this canister because we need to get our group together and discuss things and you're not letting us because of this canister. Let's go take a look at this canister, the elemental inside. I can tell you if I can do something about it or not. If not, we're gonna kill it because you don't know the troubles we've seen. (laughs) You don't know our sorrows. You sure this is not the musical? Is that okay with everyone? We go look at it, and then we regroup. Maybe Sam is still over there at the hospital where we need to look at this thing anyways. And we can't really go anywhere without Sarani. Sure we can. But you want to get a general idea of what this elemental is going through right now? I can do that for myself right now. Pulls out his lighter, flicks it open, puts his hand in the fire. He's trying to do it all by himself. Rolling persuasion all by myself. It's going to be five. You have a fate point still. I just got it. (laughs) I just got it. (laughs) But I need to roll a 20. This is not over distance. This is right next to me, so I need to roll a 20. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. Definitely not a 20. Not even close. I got a 12. I mean, I could throw some character points at it. I'm I'm doing it. I'm throwing character points at it. Do you want this to happen? Nope, not with that. (laughs) I have a 13. I need a 20. It's character point number two. A little bit closer. Uh, I got a... 13 yeah, plus 5, I got an 18, so I need to not roll a 1. Yeah. On my last character point. Not a 1, not a 1, not a 1, not a 1. <laughs> Jeff, look away. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yeah. five. I got it. All right. I don't know if I should have rooted against you or rooted for you. I, I know, I know. It, but this is part of 
Julian being a little bit careless. Yeah. Because that is one of his things, is just to be reckless at times, and he's feeling that at that moment. So he's connected with the elemental and general state of mind. He's feeling rather claustrophobic. <laughs> it doesn't really know what's going on, does it? No, not at all. It has no connection to the outside world. It's just being carried around. And he's going to say, ah, so, Nidog, right? It's Nidog, right? Is that what you like to call yourself? Tired of being in this canister? I can I can sense that. Have you ever seen, like, a um, fish that's in a tank that's too small and just swims in circles, <laughs> like, mindlessly? That's what's happening here. Um, but it's, like, crusted over. There's multiple things wrong with it. There's, like, the root virus issues that you've seen <laughs> before. Something else seems to be emerging as well. Something else. Like, what? Well, you don't know. You're not a medical doctor. You have no connection to this. You, you just going to be silent in that little cage? You decided to put yourself in? No, no chance of Huracan? Doesn't seem to be. No, no more desire to abduct the little children and torture family members. He's trying to poke the bear to see what he gets out of it. Well, not the bear, but <laughs> the elemental. <laughs> the bear is sitting behind yeah, you yeah, in a wheelchair. <laughs> Nothing. Just sickness and confusion and blindness and loneliness and isolation and terror. So you're afraid. But that's a new feeling for you. You're the one that likes to make other people feel that way. You gotta give me something. Because right now, half the people in this room want to kill you, the other half want to try and heal you. Jared sort of uh, and as long as, we, as <laughs> and, and as long as we're standing here, we've been told the former is going to happen naturally, rather than the latter. So you hear two words in your mother's voice. Julian visibly looks confused. Anybody standing there notices Julian's face go from very confident to just like kind of kind of cocks his head to the side, and now he's he has the sight still, so he's he's looking around. Like, does he notice any other fire elementals? No. What's going on there, buddy? Julian's gonna seem crazy because he's gonna be like, "It's here somewhere." What's here somewhere? It's, it's here. What? How? How? If it followed us, it's here. What? And he's gonna go back and just like speaking elements, like, where are you? Where? Right here. Right where? You feel pulsing from the canister. No, this. What? All right, you seem super confused right now, Julian. Yeah, yeah he's waving his hand. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on, hold on. He's like. How are you doing this? Help me! And Julian's gonna be like, shake his head. It's like, if you truly are trying to speak through this other, other elemental, you should know the last words I said to you were, be lucky I don't know how to kill your kind yet. Seems I've figured that out. Your fake plea for help may just do the exact opposite. And he's still looking around. And 
he says this sort of half under his breath, but anybody standing around can actually hear him. Is like, all right, show yourself. Where are you actually? Um, Julian, are you trying to talk to the canister? Julian's gonna say no. Still looking around, knowing where Jerry is, he's just gonna take the canister. He's gonna hand the canister over to Jerry. He's like, it's still not looking at Jerry at all. He's just looking around, confused. But he's trying to look like he's trying to find something. Hands it to Jerry without even looking at him and says, Chime doesn't get this. And then he's just, he walks out. Okay. <laughs> Let's take a look at this thing. Don't let the androids touch it. All right, and we're going to go ahead and end the episode right there. Thank you very much for listening to Bone Thrower Theater. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Ellie, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 unported license. That means you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is bonethrowerstheater. You can also look us up on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production. <laughs>